Here's an idea. What if every movie took place in the same universe? Mm-hmm. I'm Eric Scott. What up? It's your boy, Rich Mike. Yo, it's Armand. Was it the best movie I've ever seen? Yeah, probably. Thank you, baby. And this is Across the Movieverse. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I'm down. What are we talking about? All right. Here we are. Welcome to Across the Movieverse. I don't know if you can hear it, but I have a mustache now. Mm, I can <laughs> hear it. Uh, looks good. Yeah. <laughs> can you see it? Damn, Eric, that's pretty good. I know. I, I shaved the rest. I'm looking a little, I'm excited. It's crazy that mustaches at one point were uh, like a gay thing, you know? I, yeah, think, right? I think it's just like, uh, that's like a fallacy. Like people in the 80s were all gay. Yeah, they, they all had mustaches. Yeah, they were, they were pretty phallic, <laughs> those, <laughs> those gays. You, think, you would think it'd be the opposite. You'd want a clean shaven I don't know, maybe man the, in your butt. Maybe, but. the, maybe the stash, you know, adds a little flavor to it. Maybe. Well, I mean, it's just, Are I guess just in all kissing? the movies. Tick, I'm just saying it tickles it a little more. <laughs> you think if two mustaches are kissing each other that it could kind of get like all knotted up together and mm-hmm. then they, they get, it's like Velcro and they stick together. Yeah. Man. You get enough gays kissing, it's going to be like the Rat King thing where all their tails get tied Oh, together. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they, they, they turn into like a Megazord and they're <laughs> all on top of each other. Yeah. Running around. <laughs> That's good. Power Rangers fought that Zord in, in the 90s as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh they got AIDS monster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, when you uh that's that was actually a side effect of AIDS is when you punched them, sparks flew off. Uh <laughs> that's because they were they were so they were so uh gay and full of energy. Yeah, oh, yeah. it was just it was just glitter. So they had so much excitement in them. Yeah. And and they won, you know. They're they're still around. I haven't seen a Power Ranger in years, but uh, yeah, I see gays. I, I, see, I see gay. I see a gay every time I look in the mirror. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's just because all the movies in the eighties or from the eighties, like uh, Bohemian Rhapsody and stuff, they're just you see a guy with a mustache and they kind of give that that look. Ooh, yeah. And then and then uh, Freddie Mercury's <laughs> finding somebody to love. You know. You think how thick the mustache is? That's how they tell how many buttholes you you've eaten. Oh, it's so, like ring, like rings on a tree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So like they look at you, Eric, and they're like, "Hey, you got a, you got what three, three on your belt?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like John- it's like it's like fertilizer. You get enough manure in there, it's gonna start sprouting sprouting leaves. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And then in the fall, it turns red. <laughs> that's what, that's what you got. <laughs> Autumn. <laughs> autumn it's spring here but i'm currently in gay autumn <laughs> <laughs> man so uh before, this week we watched uh mars attacks uh arm by armand's recommendation i don't think mike and i we've never seen it Mm-mm. wild flick uh can't wait to talk about it we've been avoiding talking about it with each other just to uh yeah into it let's yeah. uh re- real quick what are we uh we're still in quarantine, as you all know. Uh, I was just telling Armand before you hopped in, I'm, my current count is at 80 movies for the break. Good heavens. Yeah. Uh, by, by next week, I'll probably be at uh, about 100. <laughs> I'm, a- I'm averaging like two to four a night, usually. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Any shows in there? Just, just movies? I'll watch, I'll watch a show before I go to bed or like if I uh, – for a meal, I'll watch a meal show Mm -hmm. like some seinfeld Uh, i've been going through seinfeld what's what'd you watch this week 
what did I watch this week? I watched, uh, let me pull up my list real quick. Uh, Skyfall. I'm watching all the, the Bonds uh, or of the uh, Daniel Craig Bonds. Mm-hmm. I watched The True History of the Kelly Gang last night. Uh, Broadway Danny Rose, The Shining, Clockwork Orange. I'm on a Kubrick kick. Lady Bird. How was Lady Bird? Oh, Lady Bird's very good. And I need to see that. Best thing, hour and a half. Oh, can't wow. beat it. Yeah, I'll watch. Can't beat it. Anything that's ninety minutes, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. Anything that's ninety. Yeah. Anything under, under two, two hours. hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two hours, I'm in. Like uh, I just watched Extraction last night. The new. Uh, How was that? Earth. Pretty good. There's some uh, some fight scenes that like uh we're all one shot and i saw some behind the scenes like they put the camera operator on uh like what do you call it like the stunt ropes uh wire systems and would have this the camera up jumping off of buildings with the camera to film the falling of the stuntman it's why so it's like you can tell that there there's cuts and that they fixed in special effects, but it looks all all one shot for like ten minutes. This fight seems wild. It's like it's like nineteen seventeen, like going through stairs, jumping off of buildings with the people. It's really cool. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm gonna. That's check a job today, you should get. That's a job yeah. you should get, Armand. It's like that yeah. kind of operator. That would be dope. Yeah, I don't think really I don't cool. think I have uh, big enough balls to do to be jumping yeah. out of buildings. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's it's wild. Like the stuntman will fall and like bounce off of stuff, and then the the camera op will like like float down, yeah. a little fairy. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. I was just thinking that uh, so movies, you know, they're taking a movies are taking a hit right now. Like streaming services are probably doing okay, but like there's no movies in production. Nothing's uh, nothing's being made right now, and nothing Ooh. will be made for a while probably. So yeah. I'm get like, I, I'm excited for movies to have like uh, start to have sponsors within the films like podcasts do. Yeah. Like the next James Bond's gonna be like brought to you by Blue Chew, and <laughs> <laughs> he'll be like sitting next to like one of the girls. He's like, I'm sorry, this never happens. But when it does, <laughs> try Blue Chew. <laughs> Those Bond Bond movies, especially if all or the recent ones, have always been getting like, like, there's uh, he's always drinking a Heineken or Coca Cola. Mm-hmm. There's some obvious sponsorship, but I could love, yeah, I'd love to see a Viagra on that nightstand of James Bond. Really fucking ground it for me. Well, that's that's the best thing about the new Bond, the Daniel Craig Bond, is that he actually like gets hurt and he'll get shot and Mm -hmm. he'll get kind of he'll get his ass kicked in some of these movies that never happened before in Bond, and he's he's grounded in reality. And then you see him like he goes, oh yeah, money pussy, go go down, (laughs) go take a shit or whatever, and he's popping some some Cialis. He had too many uh too many martinis go take a 45 minute shower babe go take a shit or whatever <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah he's less smooth as well <laughs> i uh in skyfall he there's a scene where he meets the uh one of the women that he decides to bed and he's supposed to meet her on her boat and she thinks he's not coming she thinks that the guys killed him uh, they didn't get away and then she's in the shower all sad and then all of a sudden he's just <laughs> he comes into frame just already naked <laughs> and just slides in the shower with her and uh like like puts her hands on she's just like 
<laughs> like like she was waiting for this. I was like, James, you can't be just slinking yeah. into showers. I, I mean, was gonna say in these ones, he he's not making the decision to bed the women. They're both making the decision together to bed each exactly. other. Well, this was 2012, so like he's still you can still slink and uh, get naked <laughs> <laughs> just before you could, yeah. you know. And to that, and uh, I haven't seen Spectre yet, but I'm guessing he's like, now are you sure you want this to happen? <laughs> I'm going to need you to... I saw you drink a Heineken. Please sign this. Yeah, speak into this this body cam I've got on. Speak into this pen slash slash voice (laughs) recorder I've got. But uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say I watched one of Pierce Brosnan's James Bonds Mm. recently as well, or parts of it. And that that would not be... Speaking of Pierce Brosnan who's in this movie, that would not be released today. Someone like... He is a creep <laughs> yeah and women love it used to, if i'm being super forward and like aggressive with women used to be i think cool or like they used to like maybe like it i don't know but nowadays i don't i definitely I, don't know <laughs> I, I think i think women i think women are complicated <laughs> and they still they still want you when they like you they want you to like be really forward but it's it's that they don't like everybody but guys are idiots so they're always forward i think but like when a woman is into you she wants you to like fucking call her dad a bitch and <laughs> slap around a bit you know? yeah, so I, was gonna, I was gonna say where are you going yeah. with this and like really you know really get into it but then when say you, you could be their not, dad yeah seriously like tell your dad like i'm picking up the check craig <laughs> you fucking homo <laughs> like really really talk down to him but uh <laughs> if i've i learned how to uh i think i learned my approach to women from james bond and i know that if i've learned anything it's when you're fucking more than one woman the other one's gonna try to kill you <laughs> that's, <laughs> honestly that's if that's your biggest takeaway from how to from james bond's philandering then that's pretty good that's a good lesson learned <laughs> love those movies i uh i was pretty bummed out that that the newest one got pushed to like next year but yeah what are you gonna do you guys uh you guys watch anything good besides besides pierce bras uh i watched a couple not as many as last time but um i watched the last airbender when i was super messed up two nights ago like the m night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. Mm-hmm uh avatar movie that's a crazy one like, have you seen the cartoon before like the sweetest Cartoon's animation good. and cartoon ever i've never seen it i no. think i'm gonna try and get into anime more but uh yeah. just a terrible coolest universe ever but terrible movie uh not even like just so lame not even that good of fight scenes but uh, i watched that i watched scooby-doo 2 monsters unleashed uh, which is one scrappy? of that was one of my car movies. No, that uh, Scrappy's in number one, the first one. Oh, okay. Monsters Unleashed is where they the mon- some of the monsters from the museum in Coolsville turn real, and uh, they get un- they get unleashed. And they get unleashed. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> alert! <laughs> oh, and and unleashed like like dogs are on leashes. All right, that's pretty good. <laughs> 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 a lot of layers there <laughs> that, yeah i can't imagine they were thinking about that that movie was in my car when i was growing up so i saw that that was like a shrek movie for me i saw that a million times and then i watched harold and kumar go to white castle uh earlier this week as well which i don't know right. if i'd ever seen 
the fully like I've seen it on TV, which doesn't really count, and I've seen parts of it, but uh, all the way through watched it unrated, and it was pretty good. You saw Malin Ackerman's boobs in it. Mm-hmm. How, oh, how right. good was how good was the unrated uh, cuts of movies? That was a so thing great. for a long time. Yeah, like now now with Netflix and stuff, like everything's unrated. I feel like there's mm-hmm. or it just doesn't it doesn't matter. But before yeah. you you would buy that like Dukes of Hazard unrated DVD box set from Walmart with Harold and Kumar attached, and you'd know that you're getting to see three, four, five extra titties. Yeah. <laughs> like it was the unrated movie is just know. like a couple more fucks and then like eight more boobs, and that that's the only difference. And I pay I paid an extra thirty bucks for that. <laughs> I feel like sometimes the extra boobs were just a total afterthought. Like they were insert, oh, yeah. they were like just like inserted in posts. Or like I don't know, throw the tits in there. Like <laughs> like uh like Tyler Durden would do in Fight Club with the dicks uh <laughs> to, at the movie theater. That's uh that's what they that was the unrated version of uh just extra boobs. You think awesome. the director was ever just like no 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 we need more tits? Where were the, where right. are the tits? I heard in I heard that third boob in Total Recall was edited in after the fact. They're like, oh, you know what? Nice. Let's throw one more in there. We don't have a budget for two more. Let's just let's just edit let's one in on. and post. Man, the director's cut is nuts. They're like, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> Apocalypse Now. He's just like, we need more tits. Come on, <laughs> where are the titties? Come on. The first AD is like pulling his hair out. It's like, oh my god, we ran out of tits six weeks ago. <laughs> We can't, the budget, there's no more room in the budget. Make room, make room in the budget. We don't have enough monies for all these titties. <laughs> Man. All right. Well, <laughs> it's a lot of, uh, it's a good, it's a good time to consume content. I've been watching these old uh, French foreign films and it's fun because uh, like little kids are smoking cigarettes <laughs> a lot in these movies. <laughs> Mm-hmm. that's pretty that's pretty entertaining makes me want i'm i'm like rolling my own cigarettes smoking with these children in the movies that reminds me of a time when uh the first time i ever went to mount greenwood um with my roommate puts i was uh 16 years old and we went to this park and there was this little kid um i think he was in sixth grade i want to say um just fucking had a fat dip in and was smoking cigarettes at the tree mm-hmm. <laughs> dip and up. cigarettes Dip cigarettes and drinking a beer. I was just dude. like, God damn it, this kid's a man already. Just, just trying to catch a buzz, dude. Yeah. Like, what's going on in this kid's life that he's already dipping, smoking cigarettes, yeah. and drinking beer? He's like, they, yeah, we started algebra this week. I just got used to numbers. Now they're putting letters in here. He's throwing a dip in. Why are they putting fucking letters in here? It's math class. Yeah. Alice, I'm going to the park. You can call me mom. Yeah. Shut up, Alice. Shut up, you bitch. <laughs> I remember when the uh, when the carnival used to come to town in my hometown. It was always uh, all these carny kids just smoking cigarettes and uh, like giving you a stuffed animal for popping some balloons. Uh, yeah, they were the, they'd like slap some more duct tape on the rides and then they'd get they'd grab your change when it fell out of your pockets on like the the tilt whirl. Eat it, yeah. That was like me. That was like me working at Red Line. I would just wouldn't even bounce. I would just walk around and see all the money that fell on the floor. <laughs> yeah, that's how you guys made most of your. That, like that's probably how they got away with paying you so little. They're like, yeah. yeah, dude, just look at the ground. You're gonna find some money. Our friend John had a 
drawer filled with half-used gift cards that he had found on the ground at mm-hmm. at Red Lion. Just just fifty thousands of them, th- thousands of dollars worth of gift cards, it's like two dollars to Panera, four dollars to Wendy's. He Never used to tell it. me, I'd be like, "Hey, how was your night last night?" He goes, oh, "I did all right. Made twenty dollars in uh, in tips, sixty on floor, from the floor." <laughs> Great, that's the American dream. Just picking it up. That's how you pay for college, baby. That's how I. That's how Dad did it. Uh, you guys want to uh, dive into the movie? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right, let's try try to do a quick summary if we haven't seen it. I mean, yeah, I can do a quick one. Yeah, um, do a quick one. And then so we'll... basically, um, you know, regular day on Earth. What is it? Ni- it's in the 90s, right? 95, I think it's said on the date. I think so, yeah. Uh, mid-90s, um, all of a sudden these flying saucers. Oh, well, it starts off with these um, cows being burned in a, in a field in Kentucky. Um, someone sees a flying saucer. All of a sudden, Mars, there's a bunch of flying saucers coming from Mars. Um, America doesn't know how to deal with it. They're like... Of course, you have the typical army dude who's like, let's fucking nuke them. No questions asked. Fuck them. And then you got uh, Pierce, the scientist, being like, hey, I don't know. They're very technologically advanced. They're probably um, uh, – they probably come in peace. So anyways, it turns out that they just want to destroy. They're wreaking havoc all over America. Um, and then at the end of the movie, they find out that it's uh, some classic music that uh, – that scrambles their yeah. brain and kills the kills the aliens. Yeah, the Martians dupe dupe Jack, President Jack Nicholson twice. Ends up killing the first welcoming party and the second welcoming party. Finally, they get to listen to that first general's warning and nuke them. That doesn't work. And then <laughs> the birds or the Martians' biggest weakness is just birds and like yodeling music. And then that's yeah. how the heroes save the day. It's Mason Ramsey. That's. <laughs> Yeah, yeah exactly. Yodel, yodel kid. <laughs> and right away at the beginning, so the cows are on fire. That's how we were introduced to the Martians. And there's like an an Asian farmer mm-hmm. and Filipino, this, I think. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah I he, hope. He's he's nondescript Asian. And then this like redneck guy pulls up. He goes, mm, "What's that barbecue? What is it? Filipino New Year?" <laughs> and then, like that's the first. And the guy's like, "No!" Like <laughs> it starts off with some very like very light and playful racism mm-hmm. yeah always good he way mixed to start. up the yeah the, the redneck mixed up the smell of a hundred burning cows running towards them with mr lee's cooking with the filipino new year you uh, think mr and, lee was the the guy who invented korean barbecue even though he's philippine <laughs> that would be pretty filipino good. yeah is that yeah. is korean barbecue the one where you cook it yourselves yourself uh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, That's pretty- I, I, the Korean barbecue I've eaten, I've cooked myself. What a, what a business model. Any place that they're like, we're going to have you cook your own shit mm-hmm. and people, and you're, we're like, yeah, please. Like I want to feel Korean or whatever. <laughs> Does this make me Korean? <laughs> <laughs> Once went to a Korean barbecue, sang karaoke, smoked cigarettes. <laughs> it was cool. Uh, <laughs> I love when they, when they start that credit roll, uh, with all the Martian planes coming to the earth, everybody's in this movie. Mm-hmm. It yeah. did not stop. Like uh, Jack Nicholson, Michael J. Fox, Sarah Jessica Parker, Port- Natalie, Natalie Portman, Natalie Portman, Portman. Brass- Jack Black, Pierce, Pierce, Pierce Brosnan. Brosnan. 
Danny DeVito, Tom Jones, Pam, Jim Pam Greer, Jim Crow. No, he wasn't. <laughs> Martin, Martin Short, Annette Benning, uh, Glenn Close was in it. God damn. <laughs> So when this was happening, I was watching all of them, and I started screaming. I was like, "Oh, more, yeah!" Yeah. <laughs> you, there was twenty-three lead roles in this movie, and I read on IMDb trivia that there were supposed to be sixty. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> there were supposed to be sixty roles. You know what they ended up would be? And like the the people already had no character development, really. Yeah. Most like Danny DeVito had like four lines. Yeah. I was yeah. he he was just a, a high roller gambler and like a loud mouth uh, gambler throughout. Like he's in two scenes, just um, like a typical like uh, Danny DeVito cameo of him mm-hmm. just like screaming loud. Yeah, yeah. At the end, when Jim Brown and pa- and his crew of survivors are sur- uh, running away, they separate from Danny DeVito and like I'm pretty sure there's scenes where Danny DeVito is like running around in the background that like of the war scenes kind of and i'm like they must have just had him on set for like three days or like well we shot your scenes in one hour let's let's just have you run around set a little bit like it's it's some short short bald guy in the background yeah. that you can't see his face wearing the same outfit and i'm like this is this would never happen nowadays yeah they they clearly just had it for the sake of like having mm-hmm. star power which which i get uh yeah. <clears throat> young natalie portman is in it as the president's daughter taffy Taffy, the president's Taffy. daughter. What a name. It's a good name. Uh, how old do you think she was in this? <laughs> old enough. Eight, I, 18? I <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was probably... I hope. <laughs> she was probably like 16, my guess. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say a six. Yeah, she looked like a 16-year-old. She, she was like 13 in Leon the Professional. Oh, well, she, but she looked like nine in leon yeah that's what i'm saying okay well either way natalie portman real babe (laughs) you're not gonna give us the answer (laughs) i i don't know i i was asking you guys but that brings me to my next point that i meant to text you guys about but i I saved it for the pod uh i found this wes anderson short film called hotel chevalier uh on youtube and it stars a v for vendetta era shaved head natalie portman and she gets mostly nude so what's it called let's, wait let me wait, write what? that down <laughs> i was she was 15 in this movie i was looking it up oh okay so well in in this thing where she's mostly nude it's uh she's of age <laughs> for sure <laughs> uh but it's cool it, it's a good it's a wes anderson short film based between uh before the darjeeling unlimited uh or darjeeling limited and you should check it out, but she, you get to see her butt, so it's sweet, it's fun, and it's What's all it Wes called? Anderson style, so it's all kooky. It's got like yeah, I was gonna say it's probably it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long tracking shot, wearing a beret, <laughs> yeah. smoking a cigarette out of her little butthole. <laughs> <laughs> I have a buddy from home, uh, well, <laughs> he always sends me like really weird videos from Facebook, and he'll he'll send me videos of like women smoking. Uh, cigars out of their puss it's crazy <laughs> it's on facebook he sends it to me in facebook messenger i was the best man at his wedding and he's got two other brothers i don't know why he asked me to do it <laughs> i haven't talked to him in years <laughs> no i i talked to him probably four times between high school and his wedding and he asked me to be the best man uh 
and he's he's been divorced he was his wedding <laughs> six months is all they were married and he got divorced but but yeah he sends me these wild videos i'll start forwarding them to you guys it's it's pretty crazy yeah, i need to get back on facebook the last the last one he sent me was uh it said happy easter and it's this little, little woman in a short skirt hopping around Ooh. and then she starts then she starts laying eggs out of her puss <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> it was wild are you i'm definitely gonna need to get back on facebook yeah. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I don't think it's like exclusive facebook content <laughs> i can also... <laughs> how come i haven't seen it anywhere goddamn else <laughs> just to be sure i'm gonna get on it oh my god oh, man. <laughs> man yeah so check out that uh that that was <laughs> short <laughs> we touched on a couple characters but Jack Nicholson, they have 23 characters, said they could have had 60. This movie was based on a trading card game I looked up, which, what a fucking jump. Some of the move like, uh, what what a big jump that was from trading cards to a movie. It's like the same, like them doing video game to movie Mortal Kombat or uh, short story to movie like um, Blade Runner. I'm wondering yeah. what other big jumps can we make from what to what? I mean, or petty, Ooh. petty DVD thieves to superheroes. That's a pretty right, big right. jump. Yeah. So I want to see just like a, a, <laughs> a live action solitaire <laughs> game. Yeah. I guess that's emoji. <laughs> and, movie. Then, and then at the very end, uh, all the characters just start dancing <laughs> like uh, like when you beat solitaire on the computer but they're just they're just laying on top of each other <laughs> i could see 69 it in a couple years so i was reading about the uh, about the trading card game that the screenwriter didn't know until after he wrote the full screenplay that on the back of the trading cards they have like stories like there's already like like plot points on the back of these trading cards that he wrote a whole screenplay and then like flipped one over. <laughs> I was like, oh fuck. Oh shit. <laughs> Based it on the just the pictures, which I yeah. saw were super gory and like yeah, sexual. Way. They they which kind of was like what these aliens were, but well, so that remind once you once I watched the movie, I re, I had never seen it, but I remember this was one in the video store that I I distinctly remember the mm -hmm. box of on like a VHS. Mm -hmm. because i remember i'd always walk past it because it had a uh bikini woman on it and i used to get a little kid boner I'm with <laughs> you. checking it out and i always wanted to watch it because it had like a weird lady head on a dog body dog head on a lady yeah. body mm -hmm. it's perfect because you can walk down the aisle get a boner but you don't have to go in the uh r-rated section and feel like a creep you know exactly <laughs> no the x-rated section the x-rated what did i say all right <laughs> They are. They have X-rated ones. <laughs> yeah, I. It was nice when you were a little kid and getting a boner because no one could really see it. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you didn't have to. You didn't have to tuck. You could just go. Yeah. Like, oh, Wasn't strong head. enough. You know. <laughs> I'm normal. I'm just hanging out. <laughs> nothing. Nothing to see here, folks. <laughs> yeah. What you get? One of those uh, thinner aisles. You might get a. Might have to do a pass by with that little kid boner. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, knocking no, stuff off the shelves. The only time you had to worry was when you had gym day and you were just in sweatpants. Yeah. Well, remember for the longest time, when did you guys start changing clothes in gym? Middle remember? school. Because like <clears throat> middle school too. Yeah. And then Maybe. Mr. Zach had me do it a couple of times in fourth grade as well. Oh, like changing front, clothes. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like in front of him. Yeah. It was just me. I think it was like <laughs> fourth grade. I'd say. 
Yeah, because we used to just do gym class in like our jeans and they'd make us run laps and then you just have to go back to school like all sweaty and gross cool. in your clothes. Yeah. Actually, I don't know because we – I guess I never really had to change clothes. I don't know. Are you saying like when they stopped you? So like if you didn't come in with your gym clothes, like they gave you like extra gym clothes? <laughs> no, like when no. did you have the gym uniform? Oh, yeah. I had it um, kindergarten through eighth grade. What? You So you yeah. changed – so you would show up to school in one outfit in kindergarten, then you change yeah. clothes. No, no, no. I would. We can go to school in our gym uniform. Oh, so you just wore shorts to school? So we we sweatpants. I never wore shorts. Well, I guess I did wear shorts because it was fucking you, hot. You wore out. you wore you that all day. day. No, it was just one day a week. You only had gym one day a week. Yeah. Oh, that doesn't that doesn't seem healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta, well, gotta yeah, Obama pushing for it. You only That's true. One goddamn time a day. And and the funny thing is, our our school didn't have too many sports. Like I think football started when I was like in sixth grade or something like that. Mm. So our so, our, yeah. our our contact football league started in the fourth grade. Yeah. Well, I, that was just our school. There was definitely like I played football when I was in third or fourth grade, but. Yeah. You ever wa- have you ever gone back and watched like a, a little kid football game? It's so funny because their helmets are like bigger than their bodies and they're yeah. <laughs> just little bobbleheads running around. My dad showed me a video of me lit- uh, like playing and I'm like, I-, I don't even understand how I can support that helmet. <laughs> Dude, all I think about is like how bad I would fuck them up if I <laughs> just give me some pads and a yeah. ball and like let yeah. them try to tackle me. Dude, the little kids. <laughs> like- just like full speed ahead, just run through them like bowling pins. That's when I was a camp counselor, dude. I'm like, my athletic confidence had never been higher. I was just tearing these little kids up in Basque, any sport you could think of. I was dodgeball, pegging them in the dick, fucking murdering these kids. That's probably, that's gotta be the best part about being a gym teacher is that like, you're just better than everyone. So they think you're just so good. At yeah, the, you-, <laughs> you could, it's so easy. Yeah. All the girls think you're so cool. Yeah, I remember I went to a 4-H camp and uh, we were playing dodgeball and one of the uh, counselors just rocketed a ball and just nailed a kid right in the head. And this kid, he's a little, he's a little bitch. He goes, he goes, he goes, I'm not out. You hit me in the head. And he looks at him. He goes, If you got shot in the head, would it not count? And then <laughs> that's and how you settle like, it. We're like that's a good point. And then, yeah. and I don't think good. he crossed the line at all. I think he made. An excellent point. And this kid's a little bitch. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, moving forward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So Jack Nicholson played two parts in the film. Yeah. For no reason. Yeah. yeah played. Uh, well, it said that they were supposed to get, they were trying for Michael Keaton or somebody else, but they just, I imagine they ran out of money and they're like, all right, Nicholson, you got to start playing. You got to start doing more of these things. <laughs> And uh, he, there's a point where he, he's this uh, like casino owner, this like eccentric casino owner. Mm-hmm. And he gives his wife, his unhappy wife, clearly unhappy, former alcoholic wife, gives her some chips. And she goes, why don't you go play some roulette? And then he grabs her and he goes, stay off black. And it's like, all right. <laughs> I wrote that down. Definitely, uh, yeah. definitely didn't want her fucking Jim Brown. No. Yeah. That, uh, those are some, uh, something happened here. Like that, uh, that they're not, yeah, that they're not touching on. I mean, he didn't say it exclusively, like explicitly that he was racist, but I, I, 
weave through it. And he wasn't talking about playing roulette. He was talking about black penis, black man's penis. Yeah. He's like that guy from the Clippers. It's like, hey, don't just don't hang out with those. Don't just don't bring those Africans over to my dinners or whatever. <laughs> whatever he said. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, he got he got fired. He lost his his like yeah. fortune because I think what he said. He goes, hey, listen, stop posting pictures online with these uh, gorgeous black men. <laughs> like, stop. Just could you not fuck dudes? Yeah. While you you're married fuck, to me, you can fuck dudes. Just don't post that you're fucking a bunch of these dudes. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Michael J. Fox uh, is in this movie as a uh, the the news network is called GNN. Uh, pretty pretty on the nose there, looking like CNN, and he's dating or married to Sarah Jessica Parker, who's like a TMZ type, like tabloid dumb mm-hmm. news person. And there's a part where he's talking to her on the phone, and she's she's talking. And he just looks and he goes, "You wearing a bra?" And it, I like Michael. Michael J. Fox can just hear those titties moving around, <laughs> moving around, like, just shaking. Hocus pocus titties just moving around. Uh, oh, I forgot she's in hocus pocus. Uh, it's crazy to me. I was thinking that. Uh, well, by the way, this was also Michael J. Fox's last film he was in. Shit. What? He he's been in oh, TV, but this film. was the last movie, like yeah. last actual flick. And I was thinking that it's crazy that Michael J. Fox famously has parkinson's and now all of his characters have to have parkinson's you never <laughs> it probably it probably just helps because it's just so it's probably just so bad that he can't sit still i feel like every oh. time i watch him i like try to see his if if he's um moving yeah, if he's if, moving if you're watching back to the future if you can see some early signs of parkinson's yeah dude yeah there's uh, a well there's a, shot, a mover and a shaker if you there's will. a shot in mars attacks when when they first attack, it's like the first meeting. There's a wide shot of everything, and you can see his hand, like moving around, Ooh. like his arm kind of moving around. It's, dude, I do that too, but it's in my pocket, and I'm just <laughs> moving around. <laughs> it's like, oh no, I must have uh, Parkinson's. I'm not I'm definitely not cranking. Def- <laughs> this Parkinson's uh, diagnosis was just a big Louis C.K. ass cover up from <laughs> Fox. Man, that it's like that's got to be i mean it sucks that he's got parkinson's but it's it's probably good for writers because it's like okay we automatically know a very defining characteristic of this character like yeah that's so hard to figure out these little idiosyncrasies for characters and they they automatically have it's like okay this dude has parkinson's we're done (laughs) that's i think if they had the option of having michael j fox with or without parkinson's they would choose without parkinson's but yeah I mean, I'm sure Michael J. Fox would probably pick the same thing. But. He's like, I'm so glad I have this. It makes writer's job so easy. Can't do movies anymore. He gave it to he gave it to himself just for more work, so he could have the writers would have it easier. Uh, there was the uh, Pierce Brosnan is in it mentioned earlier. He is the top astrophysicist, like Martian expert. If Pierce Brosnan was like a real smart scientist now, I think I'd blow him like in front of my grandma. Like I don't care. That'd be that'd be the best thing ever. I mean, your grandma might join in. You know, who knows? I mean, if like Trump hired like a Pierce Bro- like a James Bond esque Doctor Fauci instead, <laughs> we'd all be listening to him. Absolutely. Yeah, and blowing him. Yeah, we, we. I think there should we need more hot doctors. Hot doctors like people pay attention. I think we need hot presidents. Uh, yeah, hot politicians. Yeah, 
every important role in society should be done by someone that's beautiful or good looking. Otherwise, no one's going to listen. Have you heard of that new show called Too Hot to Handle on Netflix? I've heard about it. Have you heard about it, Armand? Too Hot to Handle, no. I've, I haven't watched it, but the, the plot of it is that they get these like 10 extremely hot people. Maybe they're like influencers or whatever. And it's like a dating, like fantasy island type show. They're at this cool resort and they're having fun. And then all of a sudden, bam, this little robot voice comes on and says, listen, uh, you guys can't bang each other <laughs> and if and if you can't have any sort of sexual contact at all uh and if you do you lose money or like they take away the prize so the way you lose is if you fuck each other and it's like that's a game for these people these people are so hot that <laughs> it's so hard for them not to get laid yeah. <laughs> that if they do yeah yeah and then there's like in the preview i was watching it this dude's like you know what i really just want to I want to stay in the competition. And this girl's like, what? <laughs> like she's never what? been told. Never been told no. You don't want to fuck me. <laughs> I don't crazy. think they can masturbate either though. So what? Yeah, and I mean, and they're all in bikinis <clears throat> and they've got they've all got abs. And uh yeah, I mean it's it's gotta be tough for them, but part of me is like, all right, you know. <laughs> all right. Like, I've been I've been not getting laid for free all these years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a problem to have. I've been losing money at bars to not get laid. So. <laughs> I'm, paying, I'm paying for it. I'm paying them to not get laid, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I do kind of want to watch that, but I'm, uh, I'm all pent up right now anyway. I'm real – it's very tough. I've been wanting to break quarantine to get a little uh, – <laughs> Get a little uh, – <laughs> Break your quarantine. Yeah, quarantine. What was quarantine. That? What were you doing? <laughs> I don't know. I'm smiling. I can't. I was gonna try to whistle, but I can't do it. I'm smiling too much. Uh, uh, <laughs> I wish I had a uh, a slide whistle. <laughs> when they uh, when the aliens first land, this reminded me of a thing. When the aliens first land, they do a, a big circle with their finger, mm-hmm. uh, and the like dumb kid who eventually solves the whole thing he looks at it and he goes he works at a donut shop and he goes the international sign of the donut <laughs> and yeah crack cracked me up yeah i thought that was good i wrote that down as well universal universal, universal sign. sign of a donut i love when characters are so in their own world that like they relate everything back to it like yeah. a donut <laughs> like he's a, he works <laughs> a donut shop yeah that's all he has that me laugh. the the Aliens in this are so dumb. They're fucking creeps. They're like, have this advanced technology to travel from Mars to Earth. But then, and they have like this, this good plan and these good weapons. And then they just run around like fucking chickens with their heads cut off. Getting murdered by anyone. They're like, yeah, like little kids. They're creeps. They, when they're, when they're wreaking havoc, I thought it was funny. Like they redo the Mount Rushmore with faces of aliens and they, cut down the Washington Monument, and then as Boy Scouts are escaping it, they re-push it over the other way to kill the Boy Scouts. <laughs> uh, Jack Black dies in, during the first attack, but his girlfriend uh, is fucking another dude. And Christina Applegate. First attack, yeah, yeah, Christina Applegate. Um, and, when they're, when, and then they're fucking in a trailer and two little Mars creeps, uh, they're their spacesuits heat up and they got little window wipers to clean it up so they can, I mean, they're 
they're reaching their hands are in their pockets right now and they're fucking parkinsoning it around in there well they uh they still <laughs> like love boobies they get they get sarah jessica parker they cut her head off and sew it to a dog body and then they put a dog head on the lady body and she's in a bikini and i was like man these martians we might not be so different (laughs) (laughs) like a boob every now and then here here's a question for you guys would you rather bang dog head on lady body (laughs) or lady head on dog body? (laughs) is it that size dog (laughs) (laughs) it could be a bigger dog okay what kind of dog (laughs) we're talking (laughs) Little gold, it, golden retriever, the sexiest we of talking? the dogs. All right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think you'd have to go golden retriever head on. Yeah, Ooh, SJP dude, body. You put a golden retriever head on 1995 Sarah Jessica Parker body, and that's my wife. Dude. <laughs> 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 it, it just it just loves you. It licks your face, and like and you get to you get to pet it behind the ears. Fuck a doggy style. I mean that's that's the only way you can do it. It's all it's all doggy style. Here's a question: If dogs are fucking, <laughs> if, if dogs are banging each other with the lady on the back, is that still technically doggy style? They don't they they don't fuck like that. I mean, I you ever seen you I, dogs missionary? No, no I mean, after they've been, been to, missionary. To, well, after they've been together for a while, maybe we'll try to spice it up. Dude. <laughs> Do they well, call well, it human style? You, you think you think the the girl ever pretends to be a cat and gets chased around? <laughs> oh I don't, yeah, dude. I don't think one's the mailman. They're biting each other. <laughs> I I don't think I don't think uh, the anatomy of a bitch allows for fucking from the front. Anatomy of a bitch is uh, my rap album. <laughs> I I don't know, dude. I mean, I'm not sure, like. I don't even know how dog penises work because they're just like they seem all just weird and slimy <laughs> like yeah. when, when that little red rock comes out. But hey, seems to get, seems to get the job done. <laughs> but they've got to like I think if if a if a dog couple has been together for a long time, they're gonna change it up. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna try some. They're gonna spice it up. They gotta keep the marriage going for the kids, you know. Yeah. So they. <laughs> I wish my, I knew you were gonna bring this up. I would have brought my drawing notebook that I. <laughs> My uh, my friend Blake in Chicago, he does a, a bit about how it's crazy that we call it doggy style, even though every animal does it in that way. Like, for the most part, most animals fuck like that. Like, mm-hmm. why don't we call it, like, horsey style or raccoon style, you know? <laughs> Pretty funny. <laughs> so, the character development in this is pretty bananas. They don't really take the time like at the very end they pulled together danny devito who they only showed at the beginning uh what's his byron byron williams jim brown byron. Yeah, jim brown it's a casino worker yeah xboxer uh, <clears throat> xbox uh video game player <laughs> <laughs> i feel like they do a pretty good job of getting an idea a sense of who these characters are with the amount of time they did with the amount so of time to, yeah 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 well so uh Jim Brown, uh, Byron Williams, the, the boxer in a Roman or like Egyptian costume, he decides to sacrifice himself so Tom Jones can fly a plane mm-hmm. away with, uh, with the rest of the survivors. And then he, what we think gets killed, and his wife, Pam Greer, all the way back in Washington, D.C., looks up and he goes, something happened to Byron. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way 
it was never explained that she had like some sort of telepathic powers. She can just feel it. When you know, uh, you maybe, know, dude. You know, yeah. I don't know. Maybe Byron's got some weird thing going on with his hog, is, and you know, is that what they mean by black girl magic? Have you heard about that? <laughs> I I haven't no. That's a that's a thing. Uh, if you get on Black Twitter, uh, a different <laughs> it's a different website. Uh, it's Twitter. <laughs> nope. Uh, <laughs> you can't do the hard R. Uh, but uh, Black Girl Magic is a thing. I'm not quite sure what it is. <laughs> Every time I Google it, it just says, "Get the hell out of here, honk." <laughs> <laughs> they know. Uh, but. Uh, <laughs> Pam Greer, the wife in the the wife of Byron, the the mother of the kids, uh, she is so hot. Yeah, <laughs> driving me such crazy, a such a beautiful dude. woman. It's insane. Beautiful she's so, woman. She's so mean. Oh she's my driving God. that bus. So dude. tough. Oh, her thick hair. She God she damn sees it. her kids, Ray J, and another kid playing That's video Ray games, J? ditching yes, school. Ray J. Uh, <laughs> what the same, the very same Ray I J. Guess you usually only get a, yes. a POV view of Ray J in most of the videos, movies I've seen of him. Uh, yeah, from the girls, I mean, they, from the guys, they from shown his him, perspective. Uh, if they would have shown him from the neck down, I would have noticed who he was, but didn't know his face. <laughs> Beautiful drive talk, and Pam Greer stops the city bus, says, uh, "Get your ass, get get your bitch ass in here." He invites the kids in. The little ones like are you going to hurt me? She's like, no, honey, I'm not going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Just grabs him, hurts him, tosses him in the bus. And then the whole bus applauds. Cheering, loving it. Strong, powerful uh, mother. And man, that would not fly nowadays. I'll tell you that. If, so, if a well, woman stopped a bus to grab her two kids, I'd say, come on, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, got, I got to be at work. Motherfucker. <laughs> well, at, uh, at iFly, the – like the little white kids are always running around all over the place. Their parents are just not caring. It's they're a nightmare. And one time I watched this, uh, black mom, just, uh, I loved her. And I was watching her scold her. She was inside the wind tunnel and she was scolding her kid who was outside of the wind tunnel. And he looked at her fear of God <laughs> and like sat back down <laughs> As, and this was all done non-verbally just like opened her eyes real wide and like pointed one of her long fingernails at him now that's and, black girl magic yeah, yeah. and uh you know that's that's my that's how i met your mother <laughs> uh, have you seen uh jackie brown Mm-mm. i haven't yet no I would highly. I don't know if we talked about it before, but it's Quentin Tarantino and Pam Greer is the the main star. Yeah, titular. She's she's so good. She's badass. She's smoking cigarettes all the time. She wears this red dress at one point and mm-hmm. looks. Ooh. Pam Greer, she she might be like my number one. <laughs> <Just like that. laughs> I don't know. If I've ever been attracted to somebody like I've been, like I was attracted to her when I when she popped on the screen. <laughs> yeah, it was just beautiful just skin. Stuff. Yeah caramel yeah. just everything Mm-mm-mm. Uh, <laughs> last the final scene um so yeah like we said they they figured out that classical music kills the the aliens and they're giving the medal of honor to the grandmother who introduced the classical music to her grandson who's Radio like this grandma. who's dopey and for some reason there's a mariachi band playing yeah. the medal of honor ceremony <laughs> I, and I'm, the grandma I'm, I'm well i'm wondering uh, the president and first lady died, 
and all yeah. of a sudden Portman just inherits the title of president. She has, she now is the leader of the United States, able to give out the Medal of Honor to this yeah. donut loving weirdo. Well, Congress is Alzheimer's, gone. <laughs> Alzheimer's yeah. grandma. Yeah. Well, and the grandma is holding her ears and making like the most disgusted face at the mariachi band because I think. I don't think she likes Mexicans. I don't think she, I, she likes the food. <laughs> she doesn't like Mexicans. Yeah, and and they live in New Mexico or Arizona. You'd think she would have gotten used to it by now. but Yeah, you know. New Mexico. <laughs> she must have been burned. Yeah. She, uh, and, yeah, once uh, they figure out the music and the birds, they give dopey Lucas Haas that Medal of Honor. One, uh, one more thing. When Pam Greer pulls over the bus to get Ray J and the brother, they're playing video games at an arcade. Throughout the whole movie, they're playing video games either at home or at the arcade. And like shooting game. Yeah, just so clearly this is going to come back. Their weapons are so similar for the. And then the Ray J and the little brother end up saving the president, yes. or or for a little bit because they're able to fuck these aliens up with the alien guns. Just what else? I'm thinking if the kids started, uh, if you see them doing laundry at the start of the movie, how do you think they end? Mm. Uh, like, or do you think they make movies like they just think of, think of a Chekhov's video game or Chekhov's gun situation and then they just work backwards from there? I think sometimes it's both because I was thinking about this last night when I was watching uh, Extraction because mm-hmm. there's like, like movies are cyclical, everything comes back to play a role and like mean something. So I was thinking like, what if the first thing I said to somebody came back at the end of our, like, it would be the worst. Cause I don't, I, it's not a movie. I would say uh, like yeah. you know, something, something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, well, it's all in those, the reflexes. I'd be like, fuck you, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> then those two little boys, they like take over the secret service. They immediately are telling everybody like what to do. And they're mm-hmm. just fucking everybody up because they play video games. Those guys are great. Yeah. The <laughs> I wish they were like they're <laughs> they're just teenagers just beaten off and then that's how they <laughs> Yeah, like exactly. Like what whatever the teen, those those kids were going to start with, that's how they were going to finish this movie off. Like yeah, they just beat off all the aliens. Like yeah. They like they like <laughs> see a bottle of lotion and like, "Oh." <laughs> they're like, they're just it opens on Ray off. J winning a spelling bee yeah. and then it ends with him spelling some word to oh yeah like something cracking a code yeah right i think i could write a movie is what i'm saying i think you could you you definitely ray j can star i mean he's proven time and time again that he he is a leading man material yeah he brings the heat yeah he brings that heat yeah Mm -hmm. he does he's the star maker as some would call him yeah Who, who was kim kardashian before ray j i don't know i don't know yeah who was Caitlyn Jenner before Ray J? <laughs> <laughs> uh, just an Olympic athlete? Yeah. Boring. <laughs> Caitlyn was always Caitlyn was always Caitlyn. I think that's that's yeah. really what this is all about. <laughs> that's and thank you. And Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Great sign off. <laughs> and that's and that's our show, everyone. One more character I just want to talk about is Martin yeah, Short, who is the president's like press secretary, and like he's he's a good guy throughout. But they they tease we got we got Chekhov's prostitute as well. He this random one cutscene of him picking up hookers <laughs> in a limo, and then 
um, the aliens disguised as um, just a, a beautiful woman, but she's got a big giant hair and Martin Short takes her to the, what he calls the Kennedy room, which the is Kennedy like, room. And the way he does it is like flips back uh, a statue of JFK's head, very similar to how he got assassinated and oh, then nice. presses the button. And I'm like, what a disrespect to go right. Uh, flip JFK's head, yeah. head back a la assassination attempt. And then just go fuck in this creepy hidden room. Well, he ends up getting murdered by the alien lady, but uh, and because JFK yeah. was a a known philanderer mm-hmm. as well, and yeah, that'd be funny if they had to like. He's like, you want to go in the JFK room, and then he has to like shoot the statue in the head yeah. <laughs> to get the to get the button. It's honestly, pretty much like that. Just like it's such a disrespect to Martin Short is disrespecting John F. Kennedy, but I I guess he's also paying him respect by fucking a whore yeah he's he's disrespecting that that alien hooker too because she's (laughs) not into it and he's just nibbling on her ear and i need you and then she uh she bites off his finger because he's Mm -hmm. trying to get the gum out of her mouth yeah yeah get that gum out of your mouth man i mean uh any theories i got a I got one uh theory that's like not necessarily a shared universe theory, but it's about like the content of the film. I think that this was a comment on uh, American imperialism and how we stole the land from the native Americans. Because if you notice uh, they're repeatedly, the Americans and humans in general repeatedly trust the aliens as they lie to them and say like, Hey, it'll be fine. You know, like we're here in peace and then they, yeah. and then they just fuck them up completely and then they do it again and again. And, uh, it drove what's her face, uh, Jack Nicholson's wife to start drinking again. All the Indians are alcoholics because we gave them the fire water. Uh, it shows up, they show up in a place that they're not wanted where they shouldn't even be in the first place. And then one, one of their people get killed and all of a sudden they just flood and start like attacking, which is just like how most American wars are. It's like, we fuck everybody up all the time and then like a few of us get killed and we're like oh now it's a war yeah uh, and then i called this early on too before it even happened i'm like i bet something with mount rushmore is going to happen if this whole native american thing's true because mount rushmore was built on land that was given to and then taken back and maybe given to again native americans like so that these people that took all everything away from them, they'd be like staring at them all the time. Damn, yeah. Mount Rushmore's a fuck you to Native Americans. I don't know if it's a deliberate fuck you, but it's like it is a fuck you for sure. Yeah. It's like they said yeah, that they were going to sure get some this land. Native Americans yeah. see it and are like these fucking pieces of oh, shit. Oh, a hundred percent. And then <laughs> at the very at the very end, uh, oh, the president then got stabbed in the back. Just to comment on like, you know, probably taking out some some chief. So I want to just touch on that real quick. They, the way they do it is the Jack Nicholson gives a very great speech. The King alien is like crying and like, you think maybe they're going to trick him again, which he does or forgive him for the third or actually be friends with people of earth has a fake hand, pulls it out. And then instead of just stabbing him there, the hand like crawls around his shoulder, goes up his butt and then stabs mm-hmm. him in the back. And I was just like, why did he have to figure his butt before he stabbed him in the back? But now that, <laughs> that makes was just polite. Sense, yeah. yeah, you know, he's getting him off before Classic he kills America. And then, yeah, hey, we'll give you something. You know, we'll give you like uh, the Fast and Furious franchise and then we'll fuck you right in the ass. Yeah. 
uh well and then at the very end uh what's his, the the dopey donut boy what's his act what's the actor's name lucas haas lucas haas uh he goes we should all live in teepees oh yeah Pretty oh, shit. On the nose. I, I didn't even think of that i was just like what what a fucking moron saying we should live in teepees you know because yeah. it's just nicer that way <laughs> yeah that's I his think, whole big speech yeah yeah, yeah I, th- I think this is a, a great comment on uh <laughs> And th- but then like also yeah. the American the the humans end up winning in the end which did not happen to the Native Americans but yeah, yeah. and I don't First even know time. if they intended this I I could be I could be projecting this but it seems like it seems like it checks out a little bit yeah. I mean you got uh, Art Lan um, saying the galaxy is going to be the best casino in all of Vegas mm, casinos yep they ah oh. I I think it'd be fun to like attach very like real and meaningful like cause and purpose and meaning to films that mean nothing like yeah. say that like fast and furious <laughs> was about like the spanish inquisition or yeah something. Like, <laughs> that's not bad i'll give you a, a history topic and you got to say how this a random movie was a comment on dude i would side. love that some well specific. I, that was my whole degree is I would just like be cranked out on Adderall and then like and still drunk and just making up stuff about how different shots in movies mean certain things. And they're like, yeah, p- partial credit or whatever. That's art. <laughs> That's just art, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Art is up for interpretation. Uh, do you guys have any, I got a few other like weirder, funny theories, but uh, I got a few small ones. Um, <clears throat> I think Annette benign, Barbara Lamb. Annette uh, Benning. Benign. Uh, <laughs> benign. <laughs> benign. <laughs> Annette Benning. Uh, She's married to Warren Beatty, who also was originally cast to be the president as well. I wonder uh, if that was before or after. But anyways, go ahead. Uh, I think she became an alcoholic after her ex-husband um, was brutally murdered by a gay man, um, Lester um, Burnham, a.k.a. Kevin Spacey in American Beauty. And I think after her husband died and she became an alcoholic, then she became this whole like earth loving lady yeah. and then mm. Matt Hart Lane. Wait, he was killed by a gay man? <laughs> yeah, you know the Marine. You remember remember in the movie the the, the in Net- American Beauty? American Beauty. What did I say? No, you I said, said American, American Beauty. Yeah, yeah. So in American Beauty, the the neighbor's son who ends up liking his daughter is an ex Marine, but he's actually a gay man and then he like comes to the realization that he is gay and then he for some reason has in his mind that he needs to kill Lester. So he goes mm. in and shoots him. Have you ever seen that movie? Uh <clears throat> that's what happens at the I've seen what happens at the end, right? I'm I thought this was about the horse. <laughs> <laughs> it's about Pam Greer. <laughs> so I watch. Uh no, I have seen it, and I knew that the neighbor boy killed him. I just didn't know he was gay. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's well, like a, a huge thing that is like he's, he's like fighting. I think he calls this – he like beats his son because he thinks his son's gay, but real, really he's the one that's gay, and he's, that's what he's fighting. I got to rewatch that movie. But American Beauty, that was, another, uh, that was another VHS box that used to give me a little kid boner in the, yeah. uh, in the video store. Because what's her face? Bat- yeah. Little belly button. button. It was just a belly button and a rose. Yeah. Which uh, it's all it takes. still, still it's all does it, takes. it for me. A kiss from a rose. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I got that See one. That. I got uh, Byron Williams. Uh, the reason he retired was because he got knocked out by Evander Holyfield. And the reason he got divorced was because because of that. So 
what's her name? Pam Greer. Mm-hmm. Uh, she called him a puss and was like, I'm out, dude. You can't even beat Panda Holyfield. And then he moved to Vegas and started uh, bouncing. Yeah, dude. He's working the floor. Jack yeah. Nicholson played two roles in this so unnecessarily. But as I was watching it, I don't really think I know what a good or bad actor is. Or maybe I know what a bad one is, but not a good one. And I'm Jack Nicholson just plays the same old fucking creep in every movie he's in. He plays two different characters in this movie, and they're so similar. Right. Like... I can. I, I like to think that Art Lang survived the uh, tower falling down and ended up moving over over to Gotham City to try and get his nut again. Falls mm-hmm. into a vat of chemicals. Tim Burton's the Joker. The Burton verse. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I I was thinking that just because since Jack Nicholson plays two characters, could that mean that any Jack Nicholson character is exists at the same time? Yeah. That they're just that they're all the same. Like. <laughs> since there, there's already two of them jack of verse well i was reading too speaking of the the burton verse that in the mothership in one of the like cases there's a clown and that is the clown that the penguin shot in batman returns which is also a burton joint mm-hmm. also starring danny devito so ah. those two take place in the same universe uh and also this dude, Frank Walker, he did, he was a voiceover actor. He did the voices for the aliens in both Independence Day and Mars Attacks. Ack, 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 ack. And so it would, that's got to be like, that was a tough year for Earth if both of those took place in the same, same time. You know what they say? A tough year for Earth, a good year for Frank Walker. <laughs> Alien what? voice Just superstar. <clears throat> follow, follow the money. Yeah. And then... Um, my last thing I saw was that uh, <laughs> that the Martian eyes, this is like for the actual props, the eyeballs were used for Jeff Dunham's puppet, uh, <laughs> the 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 skeleton uh, dead terrorist. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so that means those aliens were an organ donor for <laughs> the for Jeff Dunham. Or whatever his name is. Yeah. That's funny. Is that real? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that, that just real. remade balls. Yeah, he, he, yeah, it was like it was so hard to come up with how to create those. He had to take them from another thing. I did come up with a uh, a new sex position called the Mars Attack, and it's where you uh, you act like a little severed head, and you can only use your mouth to uh, <laughs> to, to flop yeah. around like Pierce Brosnan and Sarah Jessica P. You know, I'd still watch that sex tape, just their heads kissing. Yeah, I guess not really a sex tape, but I'd draw on paper their bodies and I'd hold it up and then I'd be in front of them <laughs> make them do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you guys have any more uh, any more theories or anything? Uh, I don't think so. I think we're getting a call though. Oh, is that, is that, I think I hear something. Bling bling, bling bling. Hello. Uh, uh hello. Hey, hey hello. This is on? uh. Art Lang here, eccentric billionaire. Uh, I was tuning in, and I just wanted to correct you that I did not die. What? That tower. You made it. That building got cut in fucking half. Yeah, how's it going, buddy? Hey, I'm a, I'm a good man, and uh, I landed, and I'm healthy. I'm good. You, y'all want to hear the story? It's pretty, pretty crazy. Uh, we'd love to, yeah. Yes. So as I'm toppling over on this giant globe that rolled over me i i landed and i broke my my hip and my spine so i couldn't move so 
I had to kind of crawl through the sewers mm-hmm. and uh, I thought I was high cause I was just breathing in all these fumes, you know, all the shit. Uh, and some rat came over with a cane and started talking to me. And, okay. and then all of a the sudden these four turtles came, picked me up, took me to the lair and I survived off of uh, anchovy pizza and getting high. And did they cure you or you they still did? Yeah. I, I, I learned their martial art, um what? martial art ways and uh you know I, I healed but you know i had to go back to being a billionaire and diving into casinos what are you doing now yeah i was gonna say so actually wait the actually I, i'm sorry you were raised brought brought back to health by the teenage mutant ninja turtles and their master is, it, is that what their names were well, i know one of them was uh they were about teenagers yeah this is and what and what animals were they you said they were turtles and did and, they know martial and, arts they did yes one had a, a a staff, I think it was. One no, of them yeah, they're sword. ninjas. Yeah, oh man! So I'm a ninja too. Holy shit! You're a just a, yeah, just an old ninja. Yeah. No mutant, no no teenage, no <laughs> mutant, uh, no turtle. Just a casino owner who is a ninja. But anyways, okay. boys, I was saying is I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to sponsor you because Galaxy Casino is, you know, number one in Vegas. You guys are back? Yeah. You haven't been? We got. I, I haven't. We got um, slots. We got a lot of boobies. I know y'all fellas like boobies. Yeah, yeah. you said sluts. I heard you. Yeah. <laughs> we, got, we got it all. We got yeah. it all. You got any... now, how do you present the. What, what, when you say you got boobies, does that mean there are women walking around? that possess boobies or there's just like there's just <laughs> boobies around like a like a mcdonald's ball pit a boob pit it's uh well you know actually uh it's coming in in april uh april 30th which is uh in a few coming days up. yeah uh but yeah so uh we do have a lot of gorgeous women their boobies are out uh but we do have a booby pit coming five days oh, great. counting great now, yeah i heard some of those spaceships crash landed in in vegas did you get any of that uh body removal technology how else are you going to make a boob pit uh well yeah uh well let's just let's just say we got a lot of sarah jessica parker boobies in that pit <laughs> oh okay. more than two yeah we made a, a, a bunch of copies <laughs> sex in the city too all right <laughs> there we go Man. but anyway fellas if uh i gotta get out of here uh i got a lot of yeah. business meetings to attend to but uh but yeah, I'd love to sponsor you. It'd be great. Yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, have to talk to Armand about it. Armand, what do you think? Uh, what's up, boys? What do you think about it? You think we could, uh, should get a, a sponsor, the Galaxy Casino? Yeah, you know, I, I think this guy sounds pretty cool. I mean, did, did you have any questions lot, for him? Got, I don't know. He's he's got a lot of boobies. I don't <laughs> have too many questions for people who got a lot of boobies. All right, fair enough. Hey, all right, nice questions. I think we're in. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll throw, we'll throw in an ad reading uh, for next episode. Awesome. Thanks boys. I appreciate you. Hey, yeah. Good luck out there. Good luck with the boob pit. Don't call this number again. Thank you. Uh, Ciao. Ciao. (laughs) (laughs) What a weird man. Is that guy a hillbilly or billionaire French or what? I think he's just ignorant. I think he's just ignorant, you know? Well, Hey, I mean, uh, I I like what he stands for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. 
Well, cool. Hey, we got our first sponsor. That's big. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Galaxy Casino. You know, we'll have to give them a shout out next episode. Yeah. You know, well, once we see a check, of course. Yeah. Ain't no free advertising a, on this podcast. <laughs> not one bit, except for uh, any movie we talk about or uh, product. <laughs> any product, <laughs> any product that we're <laughs> or that anything we, we talk about. Yeah. Well, great. Uh, I I give this uh, you know five out of five boobs. Yeah. Uh, it's it's very strange, very much of the '90s, but packed with stars. Uh, you should check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. See see what you've been missing all these years just looking at the vhs cover at a, at a family video that's 100 percent how i feel yeah i've seen the cover of this a million times same thing sparked my uh interest in my pants but it um sparked an interest in my mind as well uh i encourage you to watch it yeah i give it uh two mj fox shaky hands thumbs way up and uh um yeah it's definitely just one of those movies that you want to uh just fun you want to watch a really fun movie that you don't have to think too much about million stars and then if you do think about it it is equivalent to a college level history course yeah i would say (laughs) it is the howard's in of 1995 uh fucking martian movies so it's the people's history of mars check it out cool well we'll be back next week stay safe out there and uh keep watching yeah it's fun to keep watching thank you Thanks. thanks